The ANC says it is certain that it would be possible to end load shedding by the end of the year. This, they believe, would be possible by reprioritizing the national budget and declaring a national state of disaster. President Cyril Ramaphosa announced on Monday that the ANC would explore the legal frameworks of what a national state of disaster would entail. We discuss with the DA's Ghalib Kachalia this morning the developments. Uh, Ghalib, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Radio Islam International. Wa alaikum salam, very nice to be with you. An interesting state of affairs, I mean, declaring a state of disaster to help curb the energy crisis. Look, this something similar is what we have been calling for for a long time. But to make it clear that we have been calling for a ring fence state of disaster around ESCOM. And for transparency in the implementation of that particular state of disaster so that certain monies could be made available and reprioritized but not just as a tap open to pour into a hole it needs to be overseen properly by parliament with real teeth not like it has been in the past overseen by an independent panel of experts who know what they're talking about who can then say in conjunction with the experts and and uh, and qualified staff at at uh, at escom that this is what we want to do in this way over this time frame by these people who are responsible and at this particular cost make all of that transparent sign off of it or uh, off on it make it transparent to the nation and to everybody else and then move ahead in that direction and the, and the, and what the the uh, the state of disaster would would uh, would would do would allow unfettered uh, the unfettered ability of executives within escom to do their job without encumbrances encumbrances such as preferential procurement uh Cater deployment, localization, all these things, uh, crazy label uh, 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 laws and, and, and arrangements, all these things which have hamstrung ESCOM in a particular way which has brought us to this parlous state that we're in. Now, if it is done in that particular way, and the devil is therefore in the detail, if it is done in that particular way, then we may get somewhere and go down the line to fixing the crisis we have in the electricity sector. But if we just have another feeding trough like we had under COVID, where senior members of government, where ministers and the like have availed themselves of the feeding trough to do what exactly they wanted, then that would be a disaster second to none. Instead of declaring a state of disaster, it would be creating another disaster. Yes, indeed. And, you know, as you talk about a ring-fenced approach and with transparency and appointing an independent panel and so forth, uh, a similar approach was adopted during the COVID-19 pandemic when the, when the state of disaster was declared. At that time also when the funds were made available, uh, the president, uh, you know, 
uh, re-emphasize the same points that transparency, there will be checks and balances. Yet we saw the digital vibe saga. We saw other um, mismanagement of funds. Uh, when one does adopt such a strategy of state uh, disaster, we see that it could become a means of a lot of people becoming rich very quickly. Yes, absolutely. And that is a danger which needs to be uh, carefully monitored. We have learned, hopefully, the government has learned, certainly the people out there, eyes have been opened up by it. You've just talked about it. Uh, we have learned from the complete malfeasance and mismanagement during the COVID period. So these learnings have to be brought to bear here. And it is absolutely clear here that if this government messes up with this particular endeavor that they are putting on the on the table in terms of a state of disaster around ESCOM, if they mess up here, they would have nailed, put the last nails in the coffin of South Africa Incorporated, of businesses and the lives and livelihoods of people. We will not survive this. They, we, if we, if if as a result of this, there is a continued failure in the electricity sector, plus a complete waste of funds, hmm. South Africa will collapse. Most certainly. Now the framework they are looking at is the end of the year. Is this within reach, or is just wishful thinking? You know, uh, they can say what they want. As I say, detailed plans have got to put, be put on the table. They have to be made transparent. They have to be vetted by experts who say this is possible, this is not possible, this is what it will cost, uh, etc. You can't just make bold, bold claims uh, of this nature. Yes, you can. Uh, uh, if you, if you pour money into car power ships uh, who pump uh, gas-fired energy into the into ESCOM to, to, to keep the lights on forever. Yes, of course you can, you can keep the lights on. But at what cost hmm. to, the, to the country and to the, and to the fiscus and to you and me? So these, you know, to, to say these things is, is easy. But we need to look at exactly what is being proposed. Will this boost confidence in the uh, trade market? Will investors also be uh, looking at this more positively? Will this give them some sort of a surety? Well, in, any investor looks for stability and long-term stability so that they can plan and they can cost. That is what investors need. Now, if you are just going to put a band-aid over, over something for a, a, a small a period of time, you're not going to give investors any particular security, any particular long-term stability. Uh, these are things that investors look for. No one is going to come and build a plant here that requires electricity over many, many years for the payback of the plant if this is just going to be a short-term measure. These are things that have to be looked at extraordinarily carefully. Otherwise, you know, money money has legs. People can can invest in many, many places. They don't have to come here necessarily. What we have here is a resources advantage, 
We are resource, still a resource-rich country, but that requires a lot of energy and a lot of stable energy over a long period. Now, if if the the the, the investors in that particular area are able to generate their own electricity in an unfettered way, it would be an interesting proposition. But that requires the regulator to open the doors in an uncertain fashion. But if you put all of this in Gwede Mantash's ministry, you might as well close the books and go home. Hmm. Finally, Ghalib, what about uh, privatization of ESCOM? Would this help uh, alleviate the problem? Look, absolutely Uh, monopolies are essentially a bad thing. Secondly, the state sector has failed in this regard. If the private sector has failed to produce public goods at decent cost, then the state, you would argue quite rightly that the state sector has a right to come in and fix this. There's a patent failure of the state sector in this regard. There is a holding of a monopoly which has crippled the country and there is an absolute need for competition to allow the private sector to come in and offer offerings to people on the basis of what they can do and what consumers are willing to buy. That sort of freedom is absolutely necessary in any society. Ghalib, Jazakallah khairan for your time. Much appreciated on Radio Islam International. Thank you very much. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام Yes, uh, a state, a national state of disaster as far as the energy crisis are concerned the government will be reprioritizing and trying to end the energy woes by the end of the year